Whatever we focus on, we will find. And that is the quote of the day. Episode 100 of the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Yes, we have made it to 100 episodes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you tuning into the show, starting your day with me, uh, sharing it with friends, sending me emails about how much you enjoy the show. I enjoy reading your comments on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I remember when this was just an idea that was stuck in my head for about two years that I didn't act upon. And then one day I was like, hey, why don't we just make a podcast out of this? And so, uh, yeah, really, really excited. And so again, thank you so much. Today we've got Tony Robbins on the show. And uh, today he's talking about a really game-changing concept. And the concept is asking yourself better questions. And when I first learned about this, I was like, how can asking better questions changed in my life. That sounds kind of silly, but, you know, focus is really important because what you focus on is your reality. It becomes your reality. And when you change your focus, it shifts your perception. You see the world completely differently. And so we can go around asking ourselves questions like, am I going to be rejected? What if this thing goes really bad? And that's going to just make us focus on and put our energy on all of the negative things that could possibly happen in that situation. And so you can only imagine what kind of performance you're going to have when you're having these thoughts all the time and having that energy all the time by asking these type of questions. But if we shift those questions over to what's the best that can happen in this situation? What happens if this really goes well? It completely shifts the focus. We see life differently and we perform in a better way. And so it just opens up new possibilities for ourselves and for our lives. And so hope you enjoy this one. Here's Tony Robbins. The second element that affects evaluation is that question that goes in the middle because the questions you ask affect how you evaluate not only what you evaluate, but how you evaluate. Because questions cause us to focus in a very specific way, don't they? And whatever we focus on, we'll find. So when you ask a question, your brain must come up with an answer. See, if you go, why am I so screwed up? You aren't screwed up, but the fact that you ask, the brain doesn't go, okay, well, let me see if you're screwed up or not. It just answers, it's like a computer. Why am I so screwed up? It's got to come up with an answer. So it searches every reference, comes up with one. Because you deserve to be screwed up. Because this happened to you when you're young. Because, 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 because. And pretty soon you develop a belief. And now that you believe it, as you believe, so is it done unto you. So then you start manifesting more references to back it up until pretty soon you're locked into belief systems that starts to destroy your model of the world and the quality of your life. How many follow this? Say aye. So the questions you ask are really important. In fact, an evaluation is nothing but a question. Think about it. One day I was thinking, okay, what is an evaluation? How ought I describe what an evaluation is? Because it seems like such a complex word. And I thought, well, how am I describing it now? I said, what is an evaluation? That's a question. How would I describe it? That's a question. 
What am I doing right now? That's a question. I thought, is it possible that evaluations are nothing but questions? Then I went, that's a question too, isn't it? And I thought, well, not everything, not all evaluations are questions, are they? And I began to realize that evaluations are nothing but a series of questions you ask. Now you can ask empowering questions or disempowering questions. Doesn't matter what it is. Here's what questions provide, jot them down quick. Questions immediately control what we focus on. And therefore, they change how we feel. I'll give you an example. Answer this question in your mind. What are you really happy about in your life right now? What are you really happy about in your life right now? And your brain goes, nothing. Then what could you be happy about if you wanted to be happy? Think about it right now. What are you really happy about in your life right now? Or what could you be happy about if you wanted to be happy? How many have thought of something? Say, I. As you think about that, what about that makes you happy? What about that makes you feel happy? How does it feel to be happy? Okay, here's another question. What are you excited about in your life right now? What are you excited about? Or if you wanted to be, what could you be excited about? Nothing. What could you be excited about? If you wanted to be excited, what could you be excited about? How many thought of something that excites you? Say, I. I. What about that excites you? How does it feel to be excited? Here's another question. Who do you love in this world? Who loves you? Who do you love? Who loves you? If you go, nobody, they're all scum. If you did want to love someone, who could you love? How does it feel when you feel love? Here's another one. What are you grateful for in your life right now, in this moment? What could you be so grateful for if you wanted to be? What are you grateful for? How does it feel when you're really grateful? What's funny in your life right now? What's actually kind of silly or kind of funny that if you really wanted to, you could laugh about it? What's something that could make you smile? You just thought about it in your life right now. How's it feel when you just smile from ear to ear? Now raise your hand if you feel really good right now. Raise your hand. Say, I. I. Why are you feeling good? Because you're focusing on things that make you feel good. What if I said, what's really screwed up in your life right now? Most of you would not even answer the question because you don't want to go there. True? So questions change what we focus on and they change what we feel. If you want to give somebody a gift, ask them a better question. Instead of saying how it's going, say, hey, what are you really passionate about in your life right now? What's exciting you? And they'll think for a little while, I don't know. Well, if you did know, what would you say? And all of a sudden, they'll start to focus and they'll start to feel great. You ask quality questions, you instantaneously change what people feel. The second thing you do when you ask questions is you change what people are deleting. You change what people are deleting because people are deletion creatures. Here's what I mean by that. Right now, there are millions of things happening in this room that you could be noticing. You could be noticing everything. The semi-air conditioning moving through the room. Right? The smell of your neighbor after all that jumping up and down. Okay, the smell of yourself. Right? The blood rushing through your left eardrum that you weren't thinking about until I just mentioned it. There are literally millions of things you could focus on. But if you try to focus on them all consciously, you go start craving mad. So your brain has a limiter. You only can focus on about seven 
you know, basically seven to nine chunks of information, five as a minimum, of chunks of information at a time without going crazy. So as a result, your brain is always trying to figure out what to delete. You're not noticing your clothing and what it feels like rubbing against your body until I mention it. Because if you're noticing every time it rubbed against your skin, you'd be distracted. So your brain only pays attention to a small number of things. Your brain is primarily a tool for deletion. It's deleting everything you don't need to know. That's its primary purpose, believe it or not. Now, in order for you to be depressed, you have to delete everything you can feel good about. All the things that you're alive, your happiness, your body, your health, people love you, that you live at this time in history, etc., etc. To feel good, you have to delete all the things you could be upset about. People that are starving, someone who's upset, something you still have to do at work. So if you're going to feel good, you've got to delete appropriately. When you change questions, you change what you're deleting. And here's the third thing questions do. Questions change the resources that are available to you. Questions change the resources that are available to you. If you say, why do I have to get this done? You get resources for have to. If you say, how can I get this done and enjoy it? You'll come up with a whole different set of resources you never thought of. I remember one time years ago, I'd been on the road for about 100 plus days. I came home, I was so burnt out. And I came home and I had a call list of more than 100 people that needed to talk to me. This was not like people just calling into the companies. People I personally knew who were influential, who we need to talk to me personally. Now, I've been on the road all this time. I'm burnt to the core. It's the last thing I want to do. And I start asking myself really quality questions like, what do they think they, I am, a machine? And what's the matter? How come I don't get any space? So fortunately, I developed a series of questions to ask myself when I had a problem. So the first question I asked myself is, okay, what's great about this? What's great about this? Whenever I feel bad, I ask, what's great about this? And by the way, as soon as I ask what's great about this, my brain tends to go, nothing. So then I say, what could be great about this? So I looked at the sheet, I saw the names, and I started to laugh. I said, what's great about this is most of these people I would have killed to even know 10 years ago. That's what's great about this. Second question, what's not perfect yet? What's great about that question? What's not perfect yet? What does it presuppose? Do people ask questions with beliefs built into them all the time? Sure, they go, why do you keep beating your wife? Well, maybe they don't. You know, how come I can never succeed? It's not true you can never succeed, but you're building that belief in the question and now your brain's gonna find a way to back it up. So why not create positive presuppositions? What's not perfect yet? It it admits it's not perfect, but it presupposes it will be. That makes you feel much better. So I go, what's not perfect yet is, I have not scheduled my life to have enough rest and relaxation and enough balance. Third question, what am I willing to do to make it the way I want it? What am I willing to do to make it the way I want it? What's the key presupposition here? That I am willing to do it, meaning I want to, and that I can have it the way I want it. Well, what I'm willing to do to make it the way I want it is I'm willing to schedule my time so that I have breaks and I can communicate with people along the way instead of having it all wait, and I won't be stressed. Next question, what am I no longer willing to do, or what am I willing to give up in order to have it the way I want it? What am I no longer willing to do, or what am I willing to give up? I thought. I'm not willing anymore to complain about success, right? And then the last and the most important question of all is, how can I get this job done and enjoy the process? If you say, how do I get it done? You say, make all the calls. And then you go, oh, that's a pain. So I said, how can I get this job done and enjoy the process? And instantly, as I asked the question, I was sitting at my desk, I looked out my window, I was in my office in my home, and I saw my swimming pool and jacuzzi. 
And I realized I had not been in that jacuzzi for at least six months. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to be a Californian. I'm going to go sit in the jacuzzi, take my phone, take my computer, and I'm going to make all calls from the jacuzzi. I said, this I like. And so when I called them, I felt so good. I was so relaxed. I was totally enjoying the calls. And I was enjoying playing with my friends and saying, how cold is it? And I was saying, well, it's about 104 and a half right now. I'm in the jacuzzi and teasing and having fun. And I made all 100 calls and the time just blurred by. Of course, it lasted about three hours. And when I got out, I looked 4,000 years old. <laughs> so I was wrinkled, but I had the best time of all. Now, did I always have the resource of using the jacuzzi? Was that always available, yes or no? But I didn't use my resources before because I didn't ask a quality question. If you want a better answer, ask a better question. If you want a better life, ask a better question. That was the one and only Tony Robbins. That comes from Tony's audio program, The Power to Shape Your Destiny. His website is TonyRobbins.com. Check out his website. If you haven't been to Unleash the Power Within Live, go. It's March 23rd through 26 in Los Angeles, California. He's got a new book out as well. So I think it's the number one book in the country right now. It's called Unshakable, Your Financial Freedom Playbook. That's available on Amazon.com as well as at your local book retailers. That is it for me. I will see you tomorrow with our Finance Friday episode. Peace. Peace.